We want to be our best, feel our best and live our best. But achieving our best isn't as cut and dry as do fitness, eat good, get results, happy. To find joy, good health, balance and contentment, we need to show valour. This is valour. Valour is courage. Courage to face challenges, to endure, to struggle, to be exposed to all of your vulnerabilities and to face it all without any certainty of the outcome. On the Valor Podcast, we share the methods, strategies, and ideas that can help us all achieve our very best. This is Valor. G'day, guys. Welcome back to the Valor Podcast. This is episode three. One of the absolute legend or near OGs of Valor slash CrossFit Cranbourne, Lukey Spencer, is my guest today. Um, so stoked that he came on. He was at high demand by the homies at the gym um, because he's got a great story. Um, Luke, he started with us right at the very beginning of his sort of CrossFit career and, and very quickly got pretty keen on wanting to get into the sport, the, the competitive space of CrossFit. Uh, his story is amazing. Um, it's a real good story of just hard work, dedication, and just sticking to the process and being patient and, and working hard until he gets where he wants to get. Um, he's now uh, training at CrossFit Frankston, which is the mecca of Australian uh, CrossFit gyms when it comes to the competitive sport level of it, um, owned by Rob Forte, who yeah is easily the uh, the greatest Australian CrossFit male athlete um, and and well known across the community. Um, and this year he yeah worked his ass off and Lukey was competed in the in the team that went to the the semifinals at the Torian Pro this year and. Lukey's story along the way is great. Uh, he's an absolute legend, uh, loved by all. And yeah, I think you guys will really love this chat. Whether you're a competitive person or not, if you're just someone with a goal and, and wants to dedicate yourself to something and needs to work hard to get there, then this chat will, will definitely help you and resonate with you for sure. So here he goes, Lukey Spencer. Let's go. This is Bella. Lukey. Hey, how are you? Yeah, not bad. <laughs> Thanks so much for getting on this podcast with me. Pretty much last minute. It was like by popular demand too. Yeah, that's all right. Well, you just literally, it was a few days ago I said, that's it. The uh, next season of the podcast is going and I wanted to be with the members and then everyone was like, Lukey, Lukey. That's <laughs> uh, always good. <laughs> um it's Friday Arvo as well. I literally, we just messaged each other then and I was like, you got time? And you went, sweet. And like, oh, this is what we do it on does Friday. Sound good. Yeah, it does. It does I told you. Good. I told you it sounds good cracking a beer on this mic. I am training in 45 minutes, but mm. should be right. Mate, it's probably, this is science. Like, this is some actual quite good carbs before training. Oh, well, well, we'll take it. It's better <laughs> than slamming down a pack of lollies, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And um, if the alcohol is still hasn't been converted and the alcohol's in your system, alcohol is the fastest burning, like, at, if you add alcohol to your system, it becomes like a fourth kind of element. You've got your carbs, fats, protein, alcohol. And alcohol oh. burns, like, quicker or okay. first before carbs. Oh, so we should have got six instead of five, <laughs> just rock up full of <laughs> full of alcohol, ready yeah. to rock. It's rocket fuel, I tell you. Um, but yeah, Friday Arvo, have a beer, 
Um, yeah, we got you on. One, because you've got a great story of your journey through CrossFit, starting with us. Ooh, how long ago now? Five years ago, maybe? I feel like it's longer. Six? Probably maybe six. Six, yeah. six years ago. And then you've sort of journeyed through to where you are now, competing at the, what's it called now, semi-final level or regional level? Yeah, semi-finals. Well, I still like to call it regionals because yeah, it's I always a, like the regionals. So. Regional, and it's a better name. Yeah. Um, for Frankston, which is, you know, as anyone in Australian CrossFit knows, is that's one of the best and has been one of the best teams for a long time since yeah. regionals has been a thing, really. Yeah, so we've always been up there, I guess, so... So it's been a good journey and I just wanted to get you on to sort of chat about that journey um, and talk about things like hard work you're wearing, your HWPO top, which, what does yeah. that stand for? Uh, hard work pays off. Which is uh, Matt Fraser's little yeah. sort of side brand to Nike, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And I think that kind of like really encapsulates you and I think that's probably why you love that top and that saying. Yeah. I think it's just, I don't know, good for... Like everyone to live by that saying, I guess, because it doesn't just happen in training. It's about like life in general, as as such as well. So, yeah, yeah, it doesn't just it doesn't just happen, and a lot of people sort of think it happens, and a lot of people don't see the amount of work that people put in to get to the achievement, especially when someone appears to have reached something really quickly, um, and they don't see all the groundwork that yeah, they put in. It's like that pyramid that people put up, and it's like. People only see like the top of the pyramid of someone like finishing like, I don't know, first at the games or something like that, but they don't see the hours and hours of work that people put in like during the day and I know all the other things that like you have to do outside of training as well. Yeah. Like the recovery and like there's a lot of money that you have to spend. Nutrition. To be good at CrossFit as well to get your body looked after and all that, especially if you don't have sponsors. So it's definitely a passion project. Yeah, <laughs> not one. Yeah, hundred percent. It's only one bloke who makes money in CrossFit, and that's Matt Fraser. And there's one female, and that's Tia. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else is paying up. Yeah. But do you know what? I like that though. That you know the rest of the sporting world, it's all about cash and that mm. and whatever. But the people that are doing crossfit at the top level are just passionate they do it because they love it yeah 100 percent. i think and like yeah that's that's the, probably the best thing about the sport and yeah it's just people wanting to do it so which yeah. makes everyone yeah which means if you do yourself into like a a group of people that are competitive and want to compete in that they're all keen they all have a crack they all get around each other and it's a pretty cool atmosphere to be a part of yeah and i would imagine um, being a part of that Frankston crew would be a hard work but a lot of fun yeah no it was really good like when we when I got the chance to do it I always thought it'd be pretty hard to crack into that team so just to make the team was like an accomplishment in itself because there's a lot of like good guys at Frankston so just um, yeah it was hard at the same time because I see the amount of work that they put in as well and I'm like there's only two two spots on the uh, on the team like ideally, like we all would have made like individual or a team, but yeah, I think just making the team first was really good, and then yeah, it was just really good fun. It so. would be a ton of fun. Um, all right, well, let's go back first before we get ahead of ourselves and get to the end of it. Let's get back to the start of it. Um, I can still remember like the first day you walked in this gym yourself. You actually walked in with Shan, who was one of our coaches yeah. for a long time, who now lives up north. Um, in the middle of nowhere. 
the, and she loves it, by the way. I don't know yeah, if you've spoken to like, I did not think that you would be this type of girl. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> she loves bush it. Bush bashing all the time. <laughs> Amazing. Um, but yeah, so I still remember the first day you guys came in, it was full of just energy and you were keen. Um, but yeah, I think it even started a bit before that, before you even walked in here. So start wherever you want to start. Tell me when you sort of first witness what this CrossFit thing was and how it happened and how you started. All right. So I was at uh, Good Life Health Clubs at Fountain Gate and I did this fitter, faster, stronger challenge. That was like a little 12-week challenge and you had to do different things. And ended up going really well in that. I think I came first in the state and then I thought, oh, yeah, I'm pretty fit at this sort of stuff. And then uh, the guy who was running that was um, Pete yep. from Hallam. And, yeah, he sort of said, oh, get, like, come down and give this CrossFit a try. I said, oh, yeah, well, I thought I'd be all right at it, better than what I was at the time. <laughs> and then I come down and, yeah, just I'm like, well, I don't really want to have to drive to Hallam every day for training. So I ended up coming down with Shannon and, yeah, just – Came down and spoke to you guys about joining up. And did you? Yeah. Sorry, cut you off. Did you go to the showdown first, though? Did you go to the Casey event and come watch? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. So, if anyone doesn't know what that is, we used to run some pretty cool old school community events with like a couple of other gyms, and it yeah. was pretty hectic. Like, <laughs> yeah, and that was the sort of stuff that we were doing down at like the Fitter, Faster, Stronger Challenge. Like, they were doing all the they called it like a. Um, a barbell ground to overhead instead of like calling it a clean and jerk and stuff like that. But um, yeah, so that was all the type of stuff that we were doing uh, in the challenge. And then I'm like, okay, well, if I'm good at this and I might be good at CrossFit. And then, yeah, I just thought I'd give it a, a crack. And What was your yeah. first session or a few sessions like when you went to, when you come down? I think, I think my first one was we did Nate and... Obviously, I had to scale the muscle ups, but like the kettlebell swings weren't too bad. And what's the handstand push ups, yeah, the handstand push. I obviously scaled that and did push ups, and yeah, so it was quite like eye opening to for me to think, oh, like I came first in the state in this like just a globo gym fitness competition, and then coming down to CrossFit thinking I'd be all right, and then I have to scale like. 70% of the workout because I can't do the movements <laughs> so yeah but it was good and then like ever since the first couple of sessions I fell in love with it because there's always something to improve so yeah yeah what is it that you love about CrossFit the most uh, I think just that like you you're never complacent with anything like there's always something that you can improve on like if you've got a max set of muscle ups which is like 5 or 10 or whatever that number is like you can always like practice them and get better and better and better or if you've got i don't know a, a massive snatch you can always put more weight onto a snatch like yeah there's just always room for improvement yeah never like never get stagnant as soon as you're so good at something it's like all right well yeah maybe i can run faster yeah exactly maybe I can this workout quicker yeah maybe. like even usain bolt would be like oh I'm, i want to knock two seconds off my 100 meter time or 0. something zero zero two. <laughs> yeah or something like that but like he's probably at the same point where it's like i'm good but i can get better yeah and i think like but he can only do that in running whereas we can do that with so many different uh movements yeah i think i find like as you go on as well you kind of 
progressing things and you hit ceilings along the way. And I love kind of trying to figure out what that is, whether it's like strength or more often than not, it's like a mobility thing. And then you're yeah. like, oh, okay, so my shoulders are no good. I thought they were good, but they're actually terrible. <laughs> so now I'm going to have to go back a few pegs. That's the story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> my mobility is the worst. <laughs> yeah, you have to like start doing stretches and start the mobility and stuff. And it's cool because it, it helps and progresses with the activities and the exercises you do in the gym. But then it has a significant impact on like the daily stuff as well. Yeah, it just helps you out in, in life in general. If you're more mobile and flexible, like just makes life a lot easier. You're not going to be sore if you like, yeah yeah prevent soreness. I love like anyway. when you get the opportunity to like carry. It's like so I need help moving this, and you're like yep, yeah I'm in. I'll yeah, help. I'm that guy. <laughs> yeah, we were joking the other day. I don't know if you were here or you knew that story or something once, but a few factories over, the guy's I think his forklift broke down. As he was trying to drive it onto the trailer. And you ended up being the forklift. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, he'd come over and he's like, oh, it's a gym. There's probably some strong people in here. I think it was like a 9.30 or 10.30 class. And he's like, are you guys got any, do you guys reckon you can help give us a All lift? the islanders roll out yeah. of the gym. No, no, no. Even <laughs> better, we sent out all girls ah. only. It was like Shannon and Court and then just a bunch of other members and that. just yeah. stro- And he was his face just was like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> and these girls just come out and just like lifted it and That'd carried it on. And he yeah. was like... Holy shit. I think that guy's just outside that door there. Is he the guy? Yeah, nah, it's not him. (laughs) (laughs) Next one up. I don't know if they're there anymore, but yeah, it was hilarious. It was so good. Sending out all the females to give the bloke a hand. Yeah, yeah. Just, um, I like that we can just like flip that script and um, not only like show how much you can progress with anything you want, but you know, girls can get in here and show that they are capable of some serious shit too. I think that's... Probably the best thing about the sport, like most sports are like the NBA and like the WNBA, there's such a like a difference, like there'll be 20,000 people at the NBA game, but then there'll be like 2,000 people at the WNBA game, whereas like you watch CrossFit and like I almost think that there's more interest in the women's field than what there is in the men's. I enjoy the women's way more. Yeah, like, oh, probably not this year because like Tia's gonna... Next level, yeah. Yeah, she's next level, but like, yeah... There's just like everything is so equal in CrossFit. Like you got the whole seventy percent rule sort of thing for like the weightlifting, but like the muscle ups and stuff, like it's all the same. Yeah, women are amazing at it. I love it. Um, yeah, the, apart from the difference in the weights that you lift, um, everything is almost the same. I love it when yeah. they do like the the running, rowing, or swimming kind of events. Yeah, and it's all all it's the same. equal half yeah. the time. Yeah, and then half the females beat the males. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, the capabilities that come out of this is just amazing. Um, so, what happened from there? You started getting into CrossFit a little bit, started doing classes and got a bit humbled after you fit or faster. What sort of happened next over the next sort of like year or so? Um, probably just like, oh, apart from falling in love with it and just wanting to do it every day, I just probably started doing a little bit more. In terms of like my training, like I'd I'd ask you, uh, what what's something that I can do extra on top of the class to to get better? Because I think like in the first three months or something, I'm like, oh, I want to make this regional thing, and everyone sort of looked at me and I'm like, nah, nah, this is like way too hard. It's gonna take like five years, a five year thing to make, and I'm like, nah, nah, I reckon I reckon I can do it sooner. But um, 
Yeah, so I just like really wanted to make it and then you sort of just gave me little bits and pieces extra that I could do in like the the sessions like or even after the sessions just to make me improve a little bit. Um, and then I know I did did a local comp down in, I think it was Pakenham. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll do the, I think I did the intermediate division. I think I came dead last. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man, like this, this setback after setback. <laughs> I, I thought I was getting better at this thing. <laughs> and then, yeah, I think probably just, yeah, just kept doing classes and then a little bit more after the classes, really. Just, yeah. Was it mainly working on like um, things you're weak at or just working on stuff in general? Uh, probably just working on things in general, mainly probably weaknesses. Um, yeah, like I remember, I still got a video on my phone of me doing handstand push-ups about five years ago, and it was just normal kipping handstand push-ups. And I'm like, yeah, I got like four kipping handstand push-ups. And then I look at that now, and I'm like, oh my god, like that's that's what I used to be like. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> how many dragon you can yeah. do now in one hit? Kipping? Oh, we don't like you don't kip often at Frank enough. Nah, like it's mainly strict. Like we did kipping the other day. Like when we do kipping, it's usually like to a deficit or parallettes or something. Um, yeah. And I think I remember bringing some parallettes here once and I'm like, I'm going to get good at these. Yeah. And I never used them. <laughs> but yeah, I might need them back now. <laughs> but yeah, probably um, if I was to put a number, probably 30 to 35, hopefully. Yeah. But yeah, like we don't do a whole lot of kipping at Frankston. It's mainly strict work, which like is a weakness for me being like a bigger guy. So yeah, I think it's pretty good. Like you can always go back to keeping. I don't think you ever ever lose like the keeping technique once you get up and do like ten in a warm up or something. You're like, okay, this is how I move. So yeah, but it's just a strength of strict is good. Yeah. Um. So around this stage, I think yeah, you'll get into it. You also get known at the gym as like larrikin. <laughs> Loud mouth, probably obnoxious at times. Says, yeah, maybe. <laughs> says some pretty loud things. Loves to have a beer. Um, loves to go to the footy, get noisy. Always um, bring like good energy to the class. But you sort of seem to be the dude that like when you want to do what you want to do, you sort of can switch that. You know, you're not the guy that rocked up hungover. No, no, no. I don't think like oh, back then it was probably only me drinking on the weekends, I think. But, yeah, I'm just like, what's the point of putting in all this effort if, like, you're just going to waste it, like, on the weekend, you know? Like, you're putting in all this hard work during the week and then you just go get shit-faced on the weekend and eat like shit. Like, what's the point of that? Um, but, yeah, like, in saying that, I still like to enjoy myself, so. Yeah, I think yeah. you find, like, a pretty good balance in it. You see there's a lot of people that get into, or every sport, but you see a lot in the CrossFit sort of competitive area too serious find it way too serious and yeah i don't like i think now that i know how hard it is to get to the right to the top i think like i used to look at it and be like god like these guys are way too serious like just take a breath and relax a little bit like have a beer every now and then but then like i think you have to be that serious if you actually want to get right to the top like it's just a I don't know, it's like a known thing that like Matt Fraser never has a beer, like Tia barely drinks and like, yeah, all the top athletes barely have beers. 
Yeah, it's almost and like a dedication. Like a, it just helps with their kind of dedication yeah. to what they're doing. Especially like in competition season, like maybe after the games for like two months, they might like let loose a little bit. But yeah, like when they need to perform, I yeah. think you have to be that serious if you want to be like a a, a games athlete. Yeah. So yeah, um, we'll get there. But I remember around yeah maybe a few years in. Um, we started getting good friend of ours and awesome coach Ash Ash Stones, who also got to compete at the games a couple of years ago. Yeah, the that team. Was cool. She come as a coach on board with us, who we absolutely loved, and she had all this gymnastics knowledge and skills and that. She was a boss of a coach, and I feel like I can remember almost the day that she met you. Yeah, and she was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Yeah, as soon <laughs> as she walked in, and I'm like. <laughs> who is this girl like she is so good I'm like, i like i want to know who she is and i'm going to train with her like every day i'm pretty like, sure that's almost what you said to her yeah i'm just like i don't care what time you're training like i'll be here like i just want to train with someone every single day that like is that good yeah i think ash at this period she probably looked at me first and said oh man <laughs> like you got nothing on me mate i'll run rings around you <laughs> I think she was at a point where I think she might have done a regionals or something by then or she was training to um, training for uh, Fire's job and stuff that she was trying to achieve and that. But um, I think it was after regionals. Yeah, it might have been after. Down, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, she was known as someone who's pretty good. Yeah, she, she was at Schwartz. She'd competed for Schwartz, which yeah. is really cool. Yeah, and I remember like first one or two times... You just did like your typical Lukey, just said something real obnoxious around yeah. <laughs> Stupid. And she was like, and if anyone knows Ash Stone's like, she's got a really good like, what the fuck face? Like, yeah, yeah. Just like stared at you like, who are you? <laughs> but instead of like continuing to be a, a knob, you kind of just laughed it off and then just, I don't know, instead of being an obnoxious dick, you just sort of asked her for help and said, I want to train with you and, yeah. and you're a legend and this and that. And she was like, oh. Yeah, I think okay. like the thing that I really liked about her was that she did have a gymnastics background and that was like and still is probably my biggest weakness. So I'm like it's probably a little bit selfish of me, <laughs> but I'm like she can help me. So yeah, absolutely. I'm like and like she was always willing to help and like even now like she's still one of my best mates and like always like helps me out. Even if I need help now, she Yeah. Still helps me out, so it's good. I think she's, yeah, probably one of the first people at that competitive level that sort of got you to, like, just hit that next gear, hit that next level, train that bit harder, yeah, work on bits and pieces. Yeah, I think there's been different people along the way that, like, I don't know, different stages that um, have helped me out. And, I know, I just take advice. I, I just try to be a sponge every day in training, like, whether that's been from you or, like, other coaches. Like, I've learned so much stuff from each different coach that I've had, so, yeah. Yeah, I definitely think that can be the downfall. A lot of people that maybe bring a bit too much ego with them and, and don't don't sponge, don't listen to advice, think they already know, and, and then you sort of put a ceiling over yourself and you can't, might not progress as much, where if you sort of just seek info from whoever and take the yeah. good and build up, you sort of just add to your tool belt. yeah. I think, yeah, that's probably the biggest thing of just like knowing that there's always something else out there that you can learn. Yeah. And like there's so many knowledgeable people in the world, like whether that's just training or like in your profession or something like that. Like, there's always people out there that know more than you. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
Um, and then probably a few more years in with us, um, it probably got to a point where you were like, I'm competing. I'm going hard. I want to yeah. make regionals. I want to do all these things. And our gym's not kind of the, the competitive gym. We're like grassroots, fun, you know, yeah. do all-stars and have a good time. Oh, we did all right at all-stars. Yeah, we, we, we had a crack at all-stars. Well, yeah. We won that one in Brisbane a few years ago. That yeah, was yeah, that yeah, was yeah. good. Good fun. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was a point where you kind of outgrown the place when it when it came to what you wanted to get and what you wanted to achieve. And um, where did you go next? I uh, went to Moorabbin for probably only, I think it was only about six months, I think. Um, but yeah, I just, so that happened, like I had a chat to you and it was probably one of the, the hardest conversations <laughs> that I've had to have. Like, I know, because I can still consider this place like my family and all that sort of stuff. So I just, I don't know, eventually got the courage to say, hey Stu, I reckon I need to sort of get out of here if I want to do this thing serious and I don't know I remember like crying when I was telling you that I wanted to leave and then yeah still one of the hardest things that I've done and you were really good about it which made it a lot easier yeah well like to me it was a no-brainer like yeah as, as like a business owner and, a, and all that and, and a coach who started from the start if I wanted to be like selfish and, and all that I could have been like no 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 we'll, we'll look after you we'll do more programs we'll do all this yeah. we'll do whatever just to keep you just for yeah. what just for it me it may to, not have ever happened or, yeah just for yeah. me to be like oh you know, oh, that Luke, yeah, he's from my gym kind of thing. Yeah. Like that, that would have held you back. Whereas, yeah, you needed to go somewhere that was specifically focused on competition. We were focused mm-hmm. so much on just the everyday homie. Yeah. And the casual competitor. And but, I think that's why this gym's like, I don't know, so community orientated and stuff. Like, just the community's so good here because, like, you are focused. But, like, you still have your, your competitions and stuff like that. Like, you still put up a good good showing at all stars there's a lot of people here that want to compete but i think they know that like oh well i'll just go in the scale division and i'll do it for a bit of fun which is nothing wrong with that i think that's really good that people just get out there and compete yeah definitely i mean trying to get jester to a comp for god knows how long <laughs> she's like nah i'm, I'm not doing it yeah. i'm like i'll i'll do a comp with you i'll do a scaled comp with you it's fine yeah but yeah i don't it's not happening yeah i'm not holding my breath yeah yeah we love to facilitate the um that grassroots level, that fun level, you know, it's like two's footy or like, you know, casual basketball. It's the same sort of level if you want to take it to the sport level. Like there's there's the events out there. Yeah. There's the online events and there's the all-stars events and there's ones that are, you don't have to train over the top four. And yeah. and we identify and understand that the people we have at our gym, most of the people have full-time jobs or they've got kids or they've got yeah other career aspirations and things like that. When the actual time and that required to put in that you guys put in now is so beyond that. Yeah. Like we don't have the facility or anything or the size of the facility or the time or the, the dedicated space to facilitate that. So yeah. it's smarter for us to go, actually just go to them and they're going to look after you and they're going to take you exactly where you want to go. Yeah. I think that was yeah pretty much how it all started. Like we just had a conversation and then, yeah, I think... It was after, it was after a regional, I think, because I knew that Moorabbin had just put a team up, and I think then they ended up going to the games, I think that year maybe, and then yeah, I ended up joining Moorabbin after, um, yeah, after one of the regionals, I think, because I was training with um, Rob Watt a bit, and down at uh, 
a friend's gym and he's like, oh, just come down to my rabbin and yeah, we'll, we'll get you in there. And yeah, so that's how it all sort of started once I left here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, what was it like the change to go from um, just our fun everyday person gym to yeah. like competitive gyms? You've gone Moorabbin and Bayside and Frankston. Like what's, yeah. the, what's it like? Just, uh, it's a massive difference. I think um, the communities in CrossFit are still the same, I think. Like obviously they're different from like gym to gym, but um, I think the biggest change was just the athletes and seeing how much dedication and time you have to put in. Like I go from here training with, I think the best person at the gym at the time was you. And then, <laughs> and then, yeah, just going to a gym where... I finished top 100 one year. Yeah. Two yeah, years. You did. Yeah. Uh, you're still fit now. I am. <laughs> I just got to stop playing footy. Yeah. It hurts too much. <laughs> um, but yeah, just going from here to a gym where like there's probably about... There was probably about 10 people that have been to regionals on a team or like even to the games. And I'm like, God, this is amazing. Like you've got... Like Kyle was there and Rob, Amy, um, Jane, Tara, Jazz. There were so many people. And then there were like all the guys as well, like Chase and Nigel. There's all these really good athletes. And I'm like, I walk in and I was really nervous at the start. But like they were really welcoming, which was good. And yeah, found my best mate at that gym. So it was good. Actually, probably two. Two <laughs> of my best mates at that gym. So... Yeah, grateful for like going there and learning. Like Kyle obviously talked me a heap down there. And then, yeah. So, um, so like the level of training just sort of steps up. And I guess having yeah. those, those type of people around you just pushing and pushing and pushing yeah. each other makes it a lot more full on. Yeah, I think like I'm one of these people that like to train with people better than me. Like I feel like there's some people out there that are just happy being the best in their class and like they're nervous to take the step like makes them feel I want to be a, a a big fish in a little pond whereas I'd rather be that little fish and like I said before just be a sponge and learn and learn and learn off all these people do you find that scary like oh, 100% or do you ever feel like embarrassed or anything like that to rock up and be that that yeah, little yeah, fish yeah 100% like when like just going from gym to gym like obviously i think bayside was a little bit more easier because i went with the owners uh, yeah. from a rabbin and i was already like um in a way like in with the cool people in a way yeah yeah so it was like i sort of went and i was a foundation member there so um yeah it was a little bit easier but when i went to my rabbin, i'm just like god like these people may not like me like yeah. i'm not as good as them and like at the time I wasn't and yeah, like, I don't know, I just, and then going to Frankston, like this whole new, whole new level again. I loved that when you went to Frankston that, that Rob and that kind of make everybody kind of have to earn it. Yeah. They can't just go, oh, here come join with the comp, tr- comp crew. You've got to just, yeah. you have to like pay your dues and show that you really want to put yeah, it. Yeah, I think that's probably the best thing about, no, that's probably the best thing about Frankston that I realized was when like Jane and I rocked up down there. He's like, like, oh, like, what is like, what's a go down here? Um, what's a competitor program? And then he's like, oh, no, 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 like, 
you do classes for for three to six months first and then like we'll assess you and like Jane's been to the games before but like he's like nah like you do the classes for three months you do the whole community thing and then we'll assess we'll sort of assess you with how you're based on community aspect and then you can go into like the the comp group which is really good at the start I'm like oh this I don't really like I don't really like it I, I understand it but I don't really like it. Like I think I'm going to lose out on too much. Like I'm only doing a class. And then like I see all these other people out there at the gym, they're doing like extra back squats or extra conditioning. And I'm like, damn, I can only do the class like a, a Metcon and a lifting piece per day. Like I'm losing out. But like at the same time, I fully understood. Like I'm like, this is really good that he actually implements this kind of like, into his gym. Like fishes out all the, like kind of anyone that's, really not committed enough yeah. or like would like to be the big fish or any of those things yeah. it kind of gets rid of them. <laughs> yeah it kind of yeah 100% it makes the people that really committed and really want to have a crack to show yeah. up so then when they do get their comm group together like you know that they're all in and oh, they're yeah. all dedicated and they yeah. will all want to have a crack and that lifts the whole group yeah i think that's awesome yeah yeah um so yeah, you're at this stage now where you are, yeah, little fish, big pond. But all the way along, and you, you said to me before this that you tell yourself that you're too big for this sport, and you are. You're way too tall for this sport. The yeah, average 100%. height of the of blokes at the top level is like five foot nine, five foot ten. Yeah, I'm I think. Well past that. Yeah, well, how tall are you? Six, uh, probably six three, yeah, maybe six three. So six, two six three. Yeah. So the odds are against you there. Um, the odds are against, kilos. Yeah, so you're under kilos, so you're heavy hard, when it yeah. comes to gymnastics. You started off with some pretty horrendous shoulder um, and thoracic, thoracic mobility. spine mobility issues, yeah. which has made things like overhead movements, overhead squats, handstands and all that. Snatch. Snatches. <laughs> even like a kipping motion, like it takes longer to get rid of those things. So you haven't rocked up as some like perfectly molded five foot eight little like little ash stones <laughs> yeah you're not little ash stones no yeah. so like you've had these roadblocks along the way you're also full-time worker doing a laborious job as a tiler yeah um th- there's a lot of things that could have like stopped you along the way you know you've rocked up to comp after comp and come last and had your ass beaten time had some wins yeah. had some losses things like that what like a lot of people would have given up yeah what people what, what what is it in you that gets you like past all that and um, makes you keep going i don't know just the just that i love the sport i guess and like you do see little you see little wins across like across training like whether that be you don't have to um hit a pb on a snatch like if you hit like 80 percent consistently but it feels better every time then like you're improving um so you don't have to like measure off the weight all the time like if your lift feels better than what it did like last week or two weeks ago like you're improving um yeah so that's one thing and yeah just like just keep coming back because of the the people that like you're around like it's just enjoyable going to the gym every day like at I want to knock off at 12 o'clock every day. That's the hardest thing about working for yourself is that you're like, oh, I could probably finish now and just, just head, head to the to gym. The gym. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just, I don't know, just training with people 
that are like-minded and they're having a crack so they drag you along like even if you're having a shit day like you just rock up to the gym and everything seems to feel better yeah it's very much like you have to be focused on just today yeah training today yeah and i don't know if you agree but if your goal for regionals or whatever it is it's a year away two years five years away yeah and you're thinking about that every day i imagine that'll make it a lot harder than just showing up on the day doing the training and just feeling a bit better that day yeah yeah i think you've got to have that end goal in mind as well just so that you're like okay like today wasn't great but like i can like the end goal's there if like we can always improve on that tomorrow yeah um but yeah just take it one day at a time is also good i guess like just give everything you got into that session and just learn something from that session yeah like i think if you go out there and try and compete every single session like you're just gonna burn yourself out um yeah so i think like if you can if there's one piece like if there's a workout that i don't know has like ring muscle ups or something or handstand walk and you're like okay my training for the day is i want to do the handstand walks unbroken like it doesn't matter how the rest of the workout goes like that's a bit i want to concentrate on and that could be a weakness for you and yeah you just focus on like small things in that session that you can take away and yeah, if you can get that right, one. yeah. If you can get that right for the day, then that's like a win for the day. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter what else happened, I improved on the handstand walks. Yeah, and yeah. That's it. Just improving on like, I don't know, different things each day or each week, is yeah, what what keeps kept me going anyway. Yeah, so. absolutely. Um, have you had like it's been like you know like you said five six years or so? Has there been points where you've been like? don't think i'm going to get there like i don't think i'm going to get to the regional level or whatever Uh, i don't think so i think like i've always i'd like to think i've got a pretty good mindset on training and stuff like that and always looking at the positives and if there is a bad session or something i'm like oh well there's always tomorrow and like just keep improving like if you go to a comp and you'll improve by two places or something. I'm like, okay, well, I'm on the right path. Like, it may take a little bit longer, but it's just how it is. Like, some people take longer than others to to get to the top. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... As long as you just slog it and just keep going and just... Yeah, yeah just keep going. It'll get there. Um, so, you guys um, finished fourth this year. Yep. One place out. Yeah, it was just pipped. Yeah, the teams were good. Anyone that watched it, like the top three teams were good. They were really, yeah. good. and you guys were good as well. And there only a couple of little things could have gone right or wrong in it. Yeah, that could have been the difference between you guys going to the states and not. Yeah, what was that like being there at Torian and being? It's fuck. It's to me. It's fucking just cool that you were the the big dogs. Yeah. You weren't just making up the numbers. It. You weren't 10th or 11th or whatever. Like you yeah. guys are in the top five against top heat. The, yeah, the top heat against some of the best athletes in the game yeah. in Australia. Like what was that like at that competitive level? Um, knowing that you've got to try to beat these teams for a chance to get a ticket to the States. 
Yeah, it was pretty good. I I think the most enjoyable part of Turian was actually like the whole build up to it, like the training that that we had to do every day. Like that I think that's the most enjoyable thing about it. What does that training look like? Uh a lot of worm stuff. Like Rob was very like I think the thing I like most about it was that we got to spend a lot more time with Rob and he like every session that we were doing he'd be there coaching us and like just watching us like a hawk and I'm like this is fantastic like we've got like probably the the fittest guy in Australia over the last 10 years like watching us every single day yeah I did read that that he just dedicated himself Rob this is Rob Forte for anyone that's not sure who we're talking about he he dedicated himself to you guys and to Jay Jay and and to to Maddie and just coached yeah and it was amazing like I learned so much over the last probably two to three months um, just through the whole competition phase from like the open and then like getting on the team so yeah that was probably the best but just learning so much and then having him there at Turian was great I think like just the knowledge that he has is like it's unbelievable like he never fails to amaze me yeah just it's like, okay, well, you can do this better or this better or this better. And it always turns out to be right. Yeah. I don't think he's ever been wrong. So it's like, God, the guy's unbelievable. But yeah, I think competing against all the, the big dogs out there was just good fun. Like, it's what I've always sort of dreamt of. Like, I've always wanted to go to the games. And I've always... Oh, actually, going back to the last question, I, I'm like, I don't think I'll ever get to the games. Like, I just want to get to regionals or semi-finals as it is now and yeah it was just good being out there I'm like I've worked so hard for this to get here like let's go like we'll give it a crack and whatever happens happens like we knew that we were a good chance of like qualifying um but yeah just falling short against the the other teams like it's still pretty good like if someone had told me at the like a year ago that oh you'd finish fourth at this event i'd be like god yeah fuck that's good yeah. like i'm happy with that but yeah obviously like when you finish like second out of the quarterfinals and then you you do get your hopes up a little bit you're like oh yeah this, what this could actually happen i remember crying on the way to the gym like when we found out that we finished second i'm like fuck this could actually happen like could actually make the crossfit games yeah um but yeah, it wasn't to be this year, but I think it just made us like a bit more hungry for next year. Um, yeah, so we'll see how that goes, I guess. But yeah, it was just really, really good weekend. And yeah, uh, Jay ended up making it, which was which was good. Yeah, yeah, got to yeah. get around Crouchy now. It's only a few weeks away. Yeah. Um, you said that you don't think you get to the games. Um, next year, you guys will be having a crack though, hey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like... We'll make it next year. That's like, the goal? Yeah, we've got like a, I'm already starting the whole redemption camp yeah, sort of thing now. Like, Do you guys start periodizing your training out from now all the way up until the next? Uh, I think I'm on a games training thing at the moment. Like I'm just doing whatever Jay does and like that shit's unbelievable. Like, <laughs> what, well, like I think I'll put up good scores sometimes and then this kid just like never fails to amaze me. Do you ever does. beat Jay? 
Uh, yes, I did. Was it rowing? Uh, yeah, the rowing on wall ball at the <laughs> yeah. quarterfinal. But the funny thing is, he was judging me in that workout. And he's like, come on, bro, let's go. And I'm like, I'm pushing. And I'm like, I've got Jay here telling me to fucking go. Like, I'm going as hard as I can, man. And then I think that that's the first and last time I'll ever beat him in a workout. Which is which is like, I'm happy with that. Like, he's, he's amazing. Yeah. But yeah, and he's just a good dude as well. So, it makes everything... Makes everything good. Yeah, it'll make for good training with yeah with the, with the people you got, you guys have got there. Yeah, I think the like the training that we're doing now though, I think is a games prep for Jay. So yeah, we're just all on it. Like so it's only going to make us fitter. Like we've been doing like pegboards and like all these odd object things as well, which is really good. Um, it's just fun getting out there and doing different things. Like it's not. I think it's it's a different sort of training, I think, games training. Like we're doing some swimming and running and like just conditioning and stuff as well. I um, do love that about the progression of, of the CrossFit games from the from the open stage, which is just CrossFit, typical CrossFit. Yeah. To then the second stage, which is like just heavier, a little bit more hardcore, a little yeah. bit more like kind of RX plus CrossFit. And then the games is just wild. Yeah. It's just all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I love it. Like even just getting better at like pegboards and stuff is is good fun. Like the other day I did like six in a workout and I'm like, I couldn't even do one. So, yeah. yeah, it's getting better. That's good. Um, all right. I know you got to get to training and you're fueled up on beer. Just don't tell Rob that that's, that was the guy. Yeah, we'll keep that in a down. <laughs> Just uh, I'll, I won't send him the link to this. And yeah, that, that, that. Um, but um, I was going to ask... And now I think I've forgotten what it was, so I might just leave it. Um, oh, lastly, I want to ask about Jane real quick because yeah. she's an absolute legend. Anyone yeah. doesn't know Jane, tell us a quick bit about Jane. I think we should, okay. she deserves a shout out because yeah, she does. she's been in CrossFit for a long time. She's a legend. She comes across as quite a scary character. I think it's just because she's shy. <laughs> yeah, but she I think is. <laughs> if you look deep down, she's just, just like this beautiful soul. Yeah, she so is. Tell me about Jane real um, quick. And so the, the bit like the influence and impact she's had on your training in the last couple of years. Yeah, so when I got to Moravan, she was the person I was probably most scared of. Like, <laughs> I'm like, God, she is, she's angry. Like, why are you looking at me like that? But then, yeah, she ended up coming to Bayside with, like, we obviously started training a little bit together at Moorabbin. Um Yeah, so we ended up going to Bayside and then after, I think about a year, we're like, I'll head out to Frankston. So, yeah, we ended up going out there and, yeah, we've just been like, training buddies and stuff because like once again like she's fitter than me and i'm like all right let, and i've got a person mark. who's fitter than me so they're gonna make me better yeah so yeah but yeah she's just a really really cool person and like spend a lot of time with her she's like best mate kind of like a sister as well and i think the best thing is like she gets along really well with jess which makes it so much easier like those two are really close as well like yeah. she's moved in with us at the moment so yeah, it's just, I don't know, she's made me so much better. Um, like, I learn stuff from her every day, whether that's about life or just training. And, yeah, I think I've made her a little bit better too, I think. Probably looks a bit less scary because she just yeah. helps. She, you probably help her just, like, loosen up a little bit. Yeah, just, well, I think, just... like, because we are opposite people. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
she's just always like very organized and i'm like nah fuck it we'll just wing it <laughs> and she's like no nah, we're not winging it like when we went to Turin, she'd like have an agenda and i'm like nah mate like <laughs> this is too much um but yeah no nah, she's just a really cool person like great great training partner and it's yeah. important to have a good training partner it really yeah, is. yeah i think someone... that's one thing that if i was to tell someone like if you want to get to the next level and stuff, you have to have good training partners. Mm. And I think like when Jane and I went to Frankston, we found out that like, this is, this is a place to be like, there's a really cool gym, like so much knowledge down there from like Kate to Rob, um, Zach, Maddie, all the coaches down there are amazing. And you just learn things like even like Maddie Sturt teaches me things like sometimes just like, little bits and pieces that you pick up off athletes whether that's like just watching them or um uh just chatting to them like yeah you pick up something yeah the last thing i'll ask you before i have to rush off um you're gonna be late so just tell rob that it's my fault okay um (laughs) um, i want to just know just give us like a typical rundown of like a typical day when you're fully into training, okay. diet, the whole lot's going on. Tell me what right. goes on from start to end of the day. Okay, so depends if I'm training in the morning. Jane always wants me to train at 6 a.m., but I, I, I like to train at 4 o'clock because we've got a cool 4, 4 o'clock crew usually, but some other people are training. Okay, go like for the 4 o'clock, o'clock one then. Tell us the 4 Okay, the 4 then. o'clock one would be I wake up at, I don't know, it depends where I'm working, probably about 5.30, 6 o'clock, and then I have some breakfast do you want to know what I Yeah, like give us a quick okay. rundown, like All what's right. in there. So uh, some rice flakes with some rice milk, um, berries, protein. Um, yeah, so that's me breakfast with a, a decaf coffee. And then I'll get uh, every day on the way to work, I'll go to a Coles Express and I'll get a little Freddo frog because I downgraded. I used to have a chocolate, but like whole chocolate bar, but now I'm down to the Freddo frog. So small improvements. Yeah. And... Yeah, and a coffee, and I'd so I'd have a normal caffeinated coffee on the way to work and a decaf at home, and then uh, yeah, probably get to work at about I don't know seven, and then probably have morning tea at about eleven, and then what's in that? Uh, just chicken and chicken and rice, chicken and rice, chicken and rice for the better Classic athlete. Uh, I like the sweet and sour sauce at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> not much veggies in my diet, which is something that Jane's been trying to implement over the time, but she's not having much luck. No. <laughs> I just prefer to have the chicken, just and, chicken rice. and rice for the better flavor. Protein and grains. Yeah. 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 Um, and then, yeah, I try to work my meals around what time I'm training. So I usually like to eat, uh, don't tell the police this, but I usually eat on the way to training. Mate, I, do I that think all that's time. illegal. I'm always yeah. eating while I'm driving. I didn't okay, know it was illegal. Good. Someone the other week was like, "You can't do that." I'm like, "But it's but yeah. drive-throughs exist. How are you supposed to eat from a drive-through?" Yeah, I eat while I drive all the time. Yeah, so <laughs> I usually just yeah usually have one break at work. Um, Jess always wants me to have two, but sometimes you just gotta just crack on and get get shit done. And then yeah, usually have lunch on the way to the gym. I usually knock off at about three. To get there at uh, quarter to four, because usually uh, most days I play volleyball before before training, which is a cool warm up. Um, and everyone gets involved in that, whether you're comp group or just like just everyday people. And then yeah, usually training from four till uh, about quarter past four. There's a f- quarter past four class till 
about six, six fifteen. We always try to wrap it up by six fifteen. Like we don't like training more than two hours. We don't think it's like necessary to do that. No. Um, and then yeah, just go home from the gym. Usually get home about six thirty. Have a shower. Have some dinner. I may have to cook. Depends if Jess is working. If I cook, it's just a basic meat and three veg. Like it's nothing, nothing fancy. Um, and then yeah, usually, usually go to bed at probably. I've been trying to concentrate a bit more on my sleep, so try to be in bed by nine nine thirty. But since Jane's on uh, school holidays at the moment, she uh, sort of keeps us up. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, yeah, but that's that's a day in it's the life simple. for it's me. Not ex- it's, yeah. it's not very exciting. I'm not the most enjoyable. Yeah. But I wanted to hear that because guy. people sometimes think that, like, to be an elite athlete, you have to do just the most outrageous things. It's nah. like you just show up, you sleep, yeah. you eat good food, and you go to training and you work hard. Yeah, sometimes I get like body work and stuff done. Like I like to go see my guy in um, in Blackrock, Kevin. He's really good. Um, but yeah, I just. Probably, I was getting that done every two weeks, but yeah, cut back a little bit now and I'm paying paying the price for yeah. it, a little bit sore. <laughs> but it is Friday, so I'll get two rest days. So that's the other thing, like usually we just do Monday to Friday, Saturday, Sunday off, which is good. Gives you two days to recover. Yeah. Beautiful. So yeah, and you get to enjoy life on the weekends instead of being at the gym. And yeah, it's working for me so far. So yeah. Got to get back to your partners and that. Yeah, exactly. Jess wants some Luke time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Everyone does. <laughs> nah, nah, there's more to life than training as well, I guess. People just got to like, I don't know. You got to enjoy, enjoy life as well as training. As long as you're enjoying life in the right way, you'll always make progress yeah, in training. Definitely. If, it's just, if you're just consumed in the training, you sort of give up on everything else. It's, I don't yeah. think it would be as enjoyable. Yeah, well, if you're not enjoying training and you're in a shit mindset, then you're not making any progress at all. So being happy at the gym is when you're probably making the most gains so yeah love it alright better let you go thanks so much Lukey that was a wicked chat it was good to hang that was really good I didn't know if I'd be any good at this so (laughs) hopefully it goes alright no it was great people are going to love it it's good to just hear about someone who's just had to just just work hard and put in the work and like you say you don't you don't make it more crazy and complex people look at the people at the top and think oh that can't be me but it can be you just put in the work I used to think that as well like I looked at all the I don't know, like big dogs. Like I still remember, I actually posted a photo today of me with Maddie Sturt about five years ago. She yeah, was, I messaged the same fangirling. Yeah, she was, <laughs> she was Jess's favorite athlete back then. And then, yeah, I posted that just to wish her luck for the last chance thing this weekend. And she's like, whoa, like how long ago was that? I'm like, probably five years. <laughs> but yeah, and then like now, now we're training together. So yeah. like you can always get there. So you just got to put in the hard work and enjoy life and, so it happens. Yeah. Stick to that goal and just be patient. Yeah. Thanks, mate. All good. Have a great weekend. You too. I'm so glad that the footy's already over for the week and the Tigers are yeah, not looking good. No, we're not. First but, time in how many years? <laughs> that's all right. By the time this go this goes live, we might have had a couple of wins. Yeah, I hope so. Doesn't matter. All right. Cool. Thanks for having me. No worries. Thanks, mate. Cool. Thank you all for listening to the ep with Lukey. Um, yeah, rip and bloke. Hope you guys loved it. Great story. Um, yeah, this guy just epitomizes what hard work and dedication is all about. Um, I don't think I know anyone that, that puts his head down and just gets to work, doesn't blame any outliers, doesn't uh, have any excuses. He just puts in, surrounds himself with people that 
like you said, surround himself with people that are better than him um, with the pure intention to help make himself better. I think it's amazing. One of the most humble blokes I've ever met. And uh, yeah, I really hope that Ep just uh, yeah, gave you a little bit, whether it pumped you up for your training session today or it inspired you to, uh, to work hard towards something. If you love this app and you want to share it, please, yeah, share it to someone that you think will get something out of it. We really appreciate it when this gets shared around. Um, give us likes and stars and all those sorts of things on your, on your apps, um, which helps us get seen more by more people beyond the gym and, and our local listeners. Um, we once again appreciate that too. Thank you all. Stay tuned for next week. Thank you very much for listening to the Valar Fitness Nutrition Mind podcast. My name is Stuart Cunningham. If you enjoyed the episode, please send us a like, send us a comment, share it with a mate, give us a rating on the iTunes or whatever you're listening to this on. Every little bit of support helps. Looking forward to bringing you some more stuff next week. This is Vela.